0: If we can change our bullshit beliefs, all the limited shit that we bought, all the judgments you're doing right now of you or anybody else or anything else, if we can undo that shit, then all we have is infinite being. What does an infinite being have? Infinite perceiving, infinite knowing, infinite receiving, and infinite being.
1: Hi, I'm Vishen Lakiani, founder of Mind Valley, the school for human transformation. You're listening to the Mind Valley podcast, where we'll be bringing you the greatest teachers and thought leaders on the planet to discuss the world's most powerful ideas and personal growth for mind, body, spirit, and work. Now, before we get started with this podcast, big news for all of you who've been following me for several years. As you know, my first book was called The Code of the Extraordinary Mind. And it became a runaway hit. It hit number one on Amazon globally, as in becoming number one book in the world, for about five days in 2017. Thank you to all of you who supported that book. And because of that, because The Code of the Extraordinary Mind went so far, got translated into 25 language, I got my second book offer. And my second book is called The Buddha and the Badass, and I cannot wait to get it in your hands. Now, The Buddha and the Badass explores one of the things I'm most known for, and that is how do we bring our spiritual nature, the power of our mind into that place which so far seems to shy away from spirituality, and that is the workplace. You see, so many workplaces are obsessed with productivity hacks and other things to get more done in less time. I believe the ultimate hack is tapping into your spirit or your soul and so what i do in the buddha and the badass is to show you how to unify these two archetypes first the archetype of the buddha the spiritual master and second the archetype of the badass the person who wants to go out there and shake things and make a dent in the universe and change things this book is really about channeling your inner steve jobs and if you find these ideas interesting, check out The Buddha and the Badass. Now, that's not all. All this week as the book launches, the book comes out June 9 by Penguin Random House. All this week as the book is emerging, if you pre-order, there is a ton of incredible bonuses for you. And, you know, every author says bonuses, but given I have Valley and we produce the number one programs in the world in pretty much every aspect of personal growth, what I'm doing is I'm going to give away our most expensive program of the year. It's called Be Extraordinary at Work. The program is going to be coming out in July. I'm going to be giving that away. It's a $4.99 program if you buy five copies of the book. So five copies of the book are about just over 100 bucks. Unfortunately, this offer is only valid for those of you in the U.S. and Canada for now. If you are outside the U.S. and Canada, you will have to email. But you will get Mindvalley's most expensive program, be Extraordinary at Work, completely free for five copies of the book. And if you just want one copy, that's not a problem as well. There are other great bonuses. Go to mindvalley.com forward slash Buddha Badass. Again, that's mindvalley.com forward slash Buddha Badass. And I can't wait to get this in your hands. Now, back to the Mindvalley podcast. Welcome back to the Mindvalley podcast. Today's episode comes from Dane here. Dane is a speaker, a facilitator the creator of Access Consciousness, which is a huge organization teaching people all around the world to access altered states of awareness, of consciousness, to create a revolution in how they see the world. Now, in this talk, Dane's going to talk about how to shift your reality by shifting the way you observe situations and incidents in your life. Now, I'm going to say this about Dane this talk goes in many different directions. Sometimes it almost seems like Dane might have ADD, but I was there when he delivered this talk and it ended with a rousing standing ovation. So Dane goes in many different directions, but that is just his style. Pay attention to the talk and it's going to really, really inspire you. People are commenting on the YouTube video, I really needed this message today thanks God, thanks universe. Prince Oja said, one of the best videos I've ever seen. Love Life said, oh my God, your personality resonates with me so much. Power of Belief said, I'm so glad I found this, brought tears to my eyes. Sheila Webster said, don't like the use of the F word in the presentation. So sorry, Sheila, but you know, I believe authors should be themselves on stage. And finally, Dr. S. Ranjan said, If you can change your point of view, reality changes. So check out this incredible talk by Dane here. Judge for yourself. This may not be for everyone, but if you are into the idea of your thoughts creating reality, I think you're going to like this.
0: It is an honor and a pleasure to be with you today. How many of you have heard of Access Consciousness? Oh, hi. Nice to see you guys. And you're still here. That's great. Awesome. I don't have a planned or prepared speech for you, nor do I have a planned program what i do have is an awareness that there's a different possibility awakening in our world right now and we are the ones awakening it and if we can start to get that and if we can start to have the tools to actually create that as a reality that world we know we would like to see do you know the world i'm talking about the world where we actually hold hands and have each other's backs and actually are there to contribute to each other and get out of the judgment and get out of the separation and get out of the destructive cycle we seem to be in right now i know that world is actually possible now my question is do you also i'm sorry what oh thank you now those are my people all right cool i'm gonna be doing everything i can to shift your vibe in the next 45 minutes okay what do i mean by that well it's one thing to know it's possible And it's another thing to try it and do this and do this and do this. And it still feels like life sits on your head like a big, ugly elephant. You know, when you feel like the south end of a northbound elephant is sitting on your head. Yeah. And so part of what I'm going to give you today is some tools for real life. And I'm so grateful to be here because, you know, the entire idea of this conference is exactly that. How do you actually go out and live in the world? Because it's one thing when we all get together where we're all willing to actually hug each other. You know what I mean? You know, like at Valley, you're like, hi, and you don't shake hands. You're like, hi. What the fuck would it be like if the world were like that? Can you imagine? That's the world I would like to see. It's a world I would like to create. But even more than that, it's a world I actually do know, actually know that we can create if we get in touch enough with actually what we are and who we are as beings. And beings sound so esoteric, which is the funny part, because us being us is when we have the openness and the freedom and the vulnerability to go, Hi, I'm here, warts and all. I'm not perfect, and I'm not going to try to pretend that I am. And I see you and all your warts, but I don't judge those. And what can we create together? That's what occurs when we are being us. And so today's talk is, is now the time, or now is the time question mark. I saw it in the program. and I was like, I think I missed something. I think I sent that in wrong. I was probably having one of those days where I'm like, I have no idea. You know, and the awareness revolution that this talk is roughly loosely titled, because let's face it, you can title something, anything, right? But if you actually get present with the people that are in the room, you go in all kinds of different places. And I apologize right now because I have ADD, ADHD, OCD, and autism all rolled into one. So my people, anybody else? Yes. And some of you are sitting back there going, I don't. I'm like, oh no, you do. You're just controlling it better than the rest of us, okay? (laughs) So I'm going to do my best to give you some tools, like some stuff that will actually work to change some stuff, okay? And when I was being interviewed by Vision, I love the title. We were going through the interview, and then he titles it, blah, 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 and tools to change bullshit beliefs. I was like, I love you, Vision." This is exactly it. Okay. So the thing that we have has never truly been described to us in words. The capacities we have have never been truly described to us in words. At certain times, have you ever had this thing where you wake up, you know, early in the morning when nobody else is awake and you start pondering possibilities where you start pondering like, okay. And some of those possibilities are about what you need to change in your life and that sort of thing. But then some of them start to expand into how it really could be like, and you know, you think you're dreaming, but you get the sense that it could actually be real. What I'd like to invite you to is the possibility that if we choose it, living that way could actually be real. Have you guys heard of the, uh, sorry, this is my ADHD. I should make a transition to my next conversation. I'm learning. I'm working on it. Actually, I'm not working on it. I'm actually not working to decrease the ADHD. I'm working to increase the ADHD. So I apologize. (laughs) I was speaking on a stage in Sweden at one point and the people in the audience were like, <laughs> I talked for an hour and they were like, I don't know what you said, but I feel better. You know? Cause I was like, di, 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 di. but I think this is part of our greatness. What if everything you were told is a wrongness of you and that you thought is a wrongness of you is actually a strongness of you. I'm going to say that one more time. Everything. And I mean everything all those things you're judging yourself for. Okay. Cause let's face it, the people in this room, we don't judge other people. We think we do, we think we're judgmental, but the only person we ever really judge is us. Wait a minute. That's not contributing to the world. Your judgment of you does not make the world a greater place. Your coming out of judgment of you does make the world a better place. Now to my transition, that was a story in between my transition that I wasn't actually going to make until I realized I was about to make a transition. Do you see how this thing works? (laughs) Can you imagine speaking in public in front of thousands of people? Okay, I can do it. Okay. So um, in that regard, okay, so we have this idea that the judgment of us is going to somehow create something greater. But does it? When you judge you, do you feel lighter? God, no. No. When you judge you, you're like, oh my God, I was wrong for this. I was wrong for this. Do you notice your energy that was this bright light of possibility starts going into a black hole of nothingness and impossibility. So, the reason I bring that up is because, have you guys heard of the 100th monkey effect? Okay, the 100th monkey effect is this. I'm gonna be really short about it and I'll probably mess it up, but I'll give you the basics, okay? Scientists were studying these monkeys on these islands that were disconnected in some wonderful, beautiful place where monkeys live. See, I forgot that part. Um, And what happened was the monkeys, they were running out of food, so the scientists started dropping food in big crates that would land and break on the ground, and the monkeys would eat it, except the food was dirty at that point because it got in all the dirt and stuff. So one monkey went, I am not eating dirty food. This sucks. So the monkey goes, washes the food, and comes back. And all the other monkeys that were connected to it were like, well... That's going to work better. No sand in my food. Brilliant idea. So they went and started washing their food. As soon as a hundred monkeys on that island started washing their food, all the monkeys on all the islands started washing their food without physical contact. See, my sense is the way consciousness will actually infect the planet, the thing you're actually asking for, and I need to delineate some of that too, because consciousness ain't what you think it is, okay? But my sense is the way consciousness affects the planet is us becoming the 100th monkey. But it's not washing our food. I hope you have food already washed, by the way. Yes? Okay, good, we can move on then. It's not about washing our food, it's actually about being the lightness of us that we can be, even in the most difficult situations. One of the things I love about this work that I'm blessed to do around the world, Access Consciousness, is it gives you the tools to handle and change even the most challenging of situations personal difficulties, relationship difficulties, business problems, money problems, body problems. Notice I keep saying problem, problem, problem. See, but what's beyond the problem is actually the possibility. And the possibility is something we all know inherently as a being, but we see so little of it in the world, we start to doubt it. I mean, if you look at the world right now, the teen suicide rate is going through the roof. Why? Because we have all these young people who do not see that the planet has a future and they're getting abused, they're getting bullied. They're in such a state of self-judgment, they don't necessarily want to live in that anymore and I don't blame them, I understand that. And yet, what if it is within our hands to truly change that into a possibility for creating a sustainable living Earth? Like look at this for just a moment. What if, instead of the idea, scientists are telling us right now the Earth has 12 years Now, when I look at that, and what they're saying about the 12 years is it has 12 years before the damage we're doing to it is irreversible. Now, notice the energy that brings up in your world. Notice the awareness it brings up. Notice that two things tend to go with that. One is this sense of the energy of that, the awareness of that, and we all kind of go, fuck. And at the same time, we also go, fuck, it doesn't have to be that way. Do you know what I'm talking about? How many times have you gone, no, it doesn't have to friggin' be that way. Yes. Okay. So if we have that, and then we also have the other thing that comes along with that, where we're looking in our world and we're going, what can I do? And what can I be? That's enough to actually contribute to this. My answer to that is be you and also start choosing more consciousness. Now I'll talk about the different aspects of that and also give you some tools to start changing some of this so that it actually gets easier so that you can change things in the moment. Let me tell you a little bit about my story. 19 years ago, I was a chiropractor and I was starting my second practice in Santa Barbara, California. And if you've ever been there, it's like Pula. It's friggin' beautiful. Okay, it's not like Pula at all, but it's beautiful. You know, and everybody was so envious that I was living in Santa Barbara and blah, 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 blah. What they didn't know is I was dying inside, literally and figuratively. And I was one of those people who'd done so many things So many techniques, so many weekend workshops, so many week-long events. So many, I was like, have any of you done that? You're all like, I would raise my hand, but no, but yes, yes. Okay. Why do we do that? Because we know there's something different possible. Okay. We know there's something different possible. And what I would say is actually functioning from the consciousness of us may be the difference. And the thing about the consciousness is it doesn't have a brand. It doesn't have a label. It doesn't have a right and wrong. It doesn't have a good and bad. It just has you accessing everything that you are without having to diminish yourself for anything or anyone anymore. Knowing what you know, getting to be who you be, perceiving everything you're aware of, including all that weird shit that everybody else says isn't possible. And then also receiving everything that is available, including money, including love, including joy. And also every energetic resource the universe has available. Have you ever heard the idea that we're infinite beings? I know, me too, right? And I remember the first time I heard it, I was in a metaphysical circle and we were doing something. And she said, you're an infinite being. And I went, then why the fuck can't I pay my rent? You know? (laughs) And then I also went into, why am I unhappy every morning when I wake up? And why do I not feel like I belong here? And why do I feel like I'm on somebody else's planet, except I love the planet, except the people. I feel like I don't understand it and I don't get it. Do any of you ever have that? Yeah, I have a talk later this afternoon. We need to talk, okay? I will be bringing this up maybe here. But see, normally I talk for four days at a time. The classes I deliver are between three and seven days. So 45 minutes for me is like, like a chihuahua on steroids running a marathon at sprint speed, okay? And with the ADHD thing at the same time, I'm like, but I want to give them more, I want to give them more, I want to give them more, I want to... So, taking a breath, just going to let that be for a moment, just trying to relax, but my brain doesn't seem to like relaxation. It likes to run really fast. Do any of you have a brain that likes to run really fast? Yes? My people! I found you guys! Yay! Okay, if you're somebody like that, then you want to recognize, once again, that is actually a gift and a strongness. But because nobody else has a reference point for the greatness of it, you make it a wrongness. Okay, this is where I was living 19 years ago. I was living in such a sense of wrongness, I had not been happy for the better part of three years, okay? I was so in this place of, because I thought once I became a chiropractor and I could go help the world, I'd be happy. The reason I became a chiropractor was because I found out that you could change emotions. You could change organs. There were protocols for healing diseases. There were protocols for changing almost everything, I thought, except I wasn't seeing it happen. It was like I knew it was possible, but I couldn't actualize it. Now, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, but look in your life for just a moment at the things that you've known were possible. And this, this one makes me... I know you're not supposed to cry in front of a room full of people, but think about the things that that you know should be actualizable, that should be able to be brought into reality, that you've sort of gone, no. Like, I've tried 200 things to do it, and it still doesn't work. No matter what that thing is, See, no matter what that is, whether it's a relationship thing or a money thing or a business thing or a or a more communion and connection with others thing or a changing the planet thing or not we don't need to change the planet, by the way. If we don't survive the planet, we'll be just fine. Okay. Anyway, but if it's one of those things, and if you look at that and you recognize, what if it's not that you couldn't do it? What if you just didn't have the tools? What if you just didn't have the right tools? It's like, if you were a carpenter and you were gonna go create a house and all they gave you was a screwdriver, you're like, maybe I'll build a yurt, you know? But you're like, no, I would like a mansion. All you got is a screwdriver. All you can build is what the tool will allow you. So here I was in this place and I had tried so many things. And I remember being there in this circle where she said, you're an infinite being. And I was like, what? wait, what do you mean? And then I asked her some questions about my life. I'm like, excuse me, Miss Facilitator Lady, if I'm an infinite being, how do I use that to change the fact that I don't have any money? Because I know you're not supposed to want money in spiritual reality, but it would make it easier for me to eat and pay my rent. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck is that about not wanting money? Let me ask you a question. Okay, sorry, I got a personal rant to go over for just a moment in my whole thing before I get back to my other thing. Okay, What is it about the idea that we're not supposed to have money? What the fuck is that shit? Let me ask you a question. Can you change the world more with money or without money? With money, then we need to have more money! So, I'm going to go and skip forward to my tool that I really like to use that I will probably maybe explain to you or not. Otherwise, just perceive the energy of it. Let's do this. So, all the crap you bought about being spiritual and being conscious means having no money. Will you destroy and uncreate it please just say yes thank you right and wrong good and bad pot and pock all nine shorts boys and beyonds now i oh sorry a lot of you went what the fuck? you're welcome (laughs) i told you adhd it's not my fault that see you like that i get to tell you that and then it's not my fault anymore awesome no i fully made that choice what that is is something called a clearing statement designed to help you change your bullshit beliefs okay that's why when vision put it on the thing and i saw the title he's like changing your bullshit beliefs i'm like Yes. Because if we can change our bullshit beliefs, all that's left is infinite being. Okay? If we recognize this, if we can change our bullshit beliefs, all the limited shit that we bought, all the judgments you're doing right now of you or anybody else or anything else, if we can undo that shit, then all we have is infinite being. What does an infinite being have? Infinite perceiving, infinite knowing, infinite receiving, and infinite being. And also infinite choice and infinite possibilities. Here's the funny, weird, bizarre part to me is it's so much easier than any of us thought it was okay, way easier than I thought it was. So here it was 19 years ago. I was trying every spiritual, metaphysical, psychological, self-help, business, money mindset, blah, 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 blah. I was trying it all. And it was after one particular workshop, because I'd been trying this and trying this and trying this, and nothing was fundamentally changing to give me a sense of just being happy. Okay, now two things, when I, was, when I was a little kid, my grandmother, I still remember this so vividly, my grandmother said, and then my mom asked me later, like, was that right? My grandmother said, what do you wanna be when you grow up? And I went, happy, like literally, I wanted to be happy. And then she said, no, no, you're not understanding my question. <laughs> I'm like, you're not understanding your question actually, but I didn't actually say that at six years old, I just think it now, okay? And she said, no, you're not understanding the question. Do you want to be an actor? Do you want to be a lawyer? Do you want to be a doctor? Do you want to be a garbage man? Do you want to be? And I was like, sure, as long as I'm happy. I didn't care. And the only thing I've ever wanted, the two things that I've wanted more than anything else in my life, is number one, to be happy, and number two, to help other people get happy. That is it. And I know that sounds like a, it's not a story. When I was a little kid, I had this book on, they called it pointed pressure therapy, and it was actually acupressure on the feet. And when my grandma was feeling bad, I'm like, grandma, grandma, I just read this stuff in the book. Let me work on your stomach point, you know? And I did, and she started feeling better. I'm like, awesome, good job, you know? Went to live my life like a little kid would. I was like, "Mm, created a miracle, bye-bye. Miracle, I'm out. Okay, bye. You know, and that's really, for me, it truly is all I've ever desired, but not just from because what we have as happiness here is sort of this disconnection from reality that doesn't work. Why? Because it's not sustainable. If you can disconnect from reality indefinitely and still have a great life, that still doesn't feel like very much fun to me. But the thing about what we have as happiness here is when I'm disconnected from reality, I'm happy. What I would like and what I now know is possible after 19 years of facilitating this stuff is being totally present with reality as it is. Totally present with everyone and everything. Totally present with every person around you. Totally present with this beautiful planet. Totally present with even the judgmental people. Even the angry people. Even the haters. Even the people who don't get it. Even the people whose minds are closed. And still being happy. But not just happy. Thank you, we can clap for that. I think that's a good idea. You can clap anytime you want, okay? <laughs> I think it's a friggin' great idea because look at that for a moment. The way reality looks to us is somehow there's this big old reality out there that is so, so big, and here we are as like this little person, <clears throat> infinite being. If you're an infinite being, is there anybody bigger on the block than you are? No, but that may be a conversation for another time. But let me tell you what we tend to do is we tend to pretend we're very finite. We tend to not acknowledge the things that we actually know. We tend to not acknowledge the things that we actually have as capacities. But, so what we do is we act like all of this stuff with this reality, with the haters and the invasions and the wars and the, the insane world leaders and all this stuff, we tend to act like that is somehow bigger and greater than us. And then what do we do? Then we get less happy and less happy and less happy. My question is, what if we went, you know what? I see you, and I am going to be present and happy and vulnerable anyway. And I'm going to do my damnedest to become the hundredth monkey. And I'm going to live my life in such a way that rather than hating you back, I see you. Hi. Now, everything that doesn't allow that, we destroy and uncreate it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and puck all nine shirts, boys, and me on. And I know it can sound insane, believe me. Okay, so back to 19 years ago, here I was, and I literally had been unhappy for the better part of three years. And I had this beautiful girlfriend who everybody said was perfect for me and I was so perfect for. I was starting my second practice in Santa Barbara, like I talked about, and everybody was like, wow, you're a chiropractor. You have a beautiful girlfriend. You're on the rise. Your star is on the rise. And I was like, I feel like my star is about to fall into a black hole right now. And literally for, for the better part of three years, I was unhappy. I went to this one weekend workshop and I was like, finally, I have found the answer. Yes, I am finally happy. And guess what happened by Wednesday, all the shit was back again. And the universe was sitting on my friggin' head. And I was like, I can't do it anymore. Universe, here's the deal. You have six months. Either my life friggin' changes or I'm out of here. And I don't care which it is. Either I truly start to get happy and I truly start to enjoy being on this planet and being alive or I'm getting off this friggin' planet and going someplace else. I thought, Dane has made his demand. Dane's going to get to leave now. Hallelujah. Because I didn't want to be here, which is so... It's so amazing to look at now, 19 years later, because, by the way, I didn't kill myself. Just spoiler alert, I didn't kill myself. Just so you know. (laughs) Actually, I'm broadcasting from Zeta 5. No, just kidding. No, didn't kill myself. But it's so interesting to look at now and recognize the depth of being there and that sense of knowing possibilities were available and trying everything I saw that I thought I could that might create it and have it not work. Now, everything that brings up in your world, because my sense is probably a lot of you in here, probably not all of you, but probably a lot of you have tried a lot of things. You've tried life hacking. You've tried, I don't know, metaphysics. You've tried spirituality. You've tried blah, blah, energetic this. You've tried technical this. You've tried technological this. You've tried apps. You've tried other apps. You've tried apps in addition to those apps. You know, it's like we've tried so many things and everything you've done to somehow get frustrated or somehow get the idea that, that it can't change. Everywhere you bought the lie that it can't change because that's a lie. Uh, look at this for a moment. Would an infinite being be able to change anything? Yes. So the idea that it can't change is a lie. Meaning we're functioning from errant, inaccurate information. I have 20 minutes to try to explain all of that to you. Awesome. Everything that is are destroyed and greater place right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I'll give you a very quick explanation of this clearing statement, which is the right and wrong, good and bad are the judgments we have. Now, the funny part is our bad judgments of things like, oh, this is so bad. That actually is a little easier to change than your good judgments. Because you ever gotten to a place where you feel wrong about something or you feel wrong about your whole life, and then you get to the place you feel like, I feel good about my life now. You know, do you realize most of the time that's a judgment? And then if it changes at all, you're so destroyed because now your good judgment has been dismantled, and you're like, but I can't be good anymore. I was good when I had this, I was good when I had this person, I was good when I had this thing, I was good when I had this money, and now I'm not good anymore. No, you're still you. But it's the judgment, it's the point of view that we take that creates that. So the right and wrong, good and bad, and this thing, by the way, it's called the clearing statement. The right and wrong, good and bad are about eliminating your judgments. And the rest of it is all kinds of things that allow all of that stuff to stick in place. But let me tell you about the POC and pod that are in the center. POC stands for going to the point of creation or the point of destruction of all of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions right before you made a limited point of view real for you. So for example, the wall looks solid, right? but science tells us it's 99.99999% space. Wait a minute, even science knows it's space. So the wall looks solid, but what if the limitations in your life are the same way? They look really solid, but you could actually walk through them if you could access the right way of looking at it. Now, notice how your brain kind of went, Okay. You know how your brain kind of spaces out sometimes don't worry about it. Let it go. Okay. Why do I say, let it go because you, the being are still here. And sometimes when your brain spaces out and your mind spaces out, that's when you show up, so everything that brought up, acknowledge it's not wrong to space out. Also acknowledge that all of the things that you are aware of are possible actually are, and when you destroy and uncreate destroy is where you take. Because what we do is with our fixed points of view, like let's say a fixed point of view, money is difficult or relationship is difficult, or I'm a bad person, or I'll never have this. What we do is we erect walls around us that create that as our reality, because your point of view creates your reality. Reality doesn't create your point of view. If you can change your point of view, your reality changes. Have you ever noticed? Is that kind of why you're here this week or month or however long you're here to change your points of view, right? Well, what if there were an easy way to go? Oh, there's a point of view, pock and pod. There's a point of view, pock and pod. There's a point of view, pock and pod. What if there's an easy way of actually changing this stuff? Well, everything that doesn't allow you to perceive it, to know it, to receive it, and to actually get to be that fluidity of change, will you destroy it, which is destroying the walls, and then will you uncreate, meaning all these walls that you have built up, take your creative energy out of holding the walls in place and use that creative energy to create your life. Yes? Right and wrong, good and bad, pocket and pod, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Okay, we have a website we created specifically for Mind Valley people that has the explanation of the clearing statement on it. I'll give you that at the end just so you can go there, okay? Some of you are like, dude, explain it. <laughs> I'm kind of freaking out here. I don't understand. Yeah, I know. Because when we get new information sometimes, especially when the new information has an energy to it that sort of resonates with us, if we don't get enough awareness of it, what we tend to do is kind of freak out for a bit because it sits over here and, and it's talking to us going like, hey, hey, hey. And we're like, I don't understand. I don't understand language. You know. So we have a website explaining most of what I've talked about so far. How about that? Well, not really. We have a website explaining the clearing statement. How about that? So... I wanted to explain that for those of you that truly are mind valley, and when I say mind valley, I don't mean like mind valley. I mean mind valley. You know what I'm talking about? Do you ever get stuck in your mind like it's a long, long valley that you can't get out of? Yeah, everything that is right, wrong, good, and bad, black, all nine shirts, boys, and beyonds. See, my point of view is your mind is a dangerous thing. Waste it, okay? And I love the possibility of this journey to being what we are without having to use this as the limiter of it anymore okay and that's what i'm talking about and so here it was 19 years ago made the demand look universe either my life changes or i'm killing myself and i really i if you've ever been there you know what i'm talking about i hope you haven't but if you have you know what i'm talking about and you know how ugly everything in your life looks everything you touch everything you create it just feels like yuck and that was so not the happy person i wanted to grow up to be Every morning I would drive to work to my office and I would look left and look right and see the people in the cars and I'd go, God, why is it they look happy and I'm not? And I just hated it. So I made this demand. I said, universe, you got six months or I'm out of here. And I really meant it. I planned the date where I was going to leave the planet and it wasn't going to be around anybody's birthday or any major holiday because I didn't want to traumatize them with me leaving. I just wanted to get the fuck out. A week later, I see this ad for something called Access Consciousness Bars. And mind you, I lived in California. I did all kinds of weird metaphysical stuff. Have any of you ever used a pendulum? I know that's so like 1980s, but have you ever have you ever sat there with a the friggin' pendulum and said, "Show me a yes," and it's like, <laughs> "Show me a no," "Show me anything," <laughs> you know? I was like, I mean, all these techniques I did, all this stuff, I couldn't even use a freaking pendulum. Everybody can use a pendulum except me. And I'm like, show me that I'm an idiot. And it goes, (laughs) fucking pendulum, you know. So I had done all kinds of weird stuff. So when I saw this ad, and it's funny because it's the only thing my eyes focused on. This little paper probably had 100 pages in Santa Barbara. It's the only thing my eyes focused on. And I got so angry because what it said was, Access, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And I was like, you have no idea. My life is pain, suffering, and gory." (laughs) I threw the paper away, literally. So I pick up the paper next week, having not remembered any of this. The only thing my eyes focus on is this tiny little ad, Access, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. And it had this girl's phone number on it. (sighs) And I sat there and I got really pissed off again. Not a fun place to be usually, you know what I mean? And then I got really vulnerable because I'd learned long before, if you love something or hate it, there's something in it for you. So I called the girl and I'm like, what do you do? I'm frustrated. I'm cranky. I'm pissed off. I want to die. What do you do? I didn't say that. That was in my mind. You know how we do this? You know how you have a conversation with somebody and 90% of it is in your head? You only say like 10% of it to them and they're like, what's really going on? You know, And so... I asked her, I'm like, what do you do? And she goes, we do all kinds of stuff. What are you going to do for me? And she said, well, probably a good place to start would be with this thing called Access Consciousness Bars. And I'm like, what is that? And she said, there are these 32 points on the head. That when you hold them, they start to dissipate all of your thoughts, feelings, emotions, your judgments, the sense of wrongness, the sense that you can't connect with these areas on all these different points. And I'm like, what are the points? She went, well, we have all kinds. There's 32, but basically we have like sadness, joy, money, control, creativity, blah, 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 body. And I was like, okay. I said, what is the effect gonna be? She said, well, at the worst, you'll feel like you had a good massage. I'm like, I could have, I can handle a good massage right now. And she said, at the best, your whole life will change. And in the back of my head, I was going, my whole life better change or I'm killing myself. Okay, fine. I'll do this. She comes into my chiropractic office, which by the way, was about, eh, yeah, about the size of the stage from here over. Yes, I was very successful. I could have rented a, a friggin' public storage unit and been more successful. Anyway, so she comes into my office and she puts her hands on my head, and this energy flows through my body. And I was like, Whoa, that is different. And I started giggling like a little kid, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> And I tried to stop it, but it wouldn't stop. And I was like, <laughs> she puts hands on all these different places. I just giggled more and more and more. And I got up after an hour and 15 minute session and I looked up at the clouds. Now I had gone into this session depressed and suicidal and wanting to leave. And I remember looking up at the clouds in the sky going, wow, has it always been this beautiful here? If life can be like this, I'm in now. So I didn't kill myself by the way. Okay. We covered that already, but literally this one hour and 15 minute session changed so much for me. I saw the possibilities for being alive. So rather than depressed and suicidal, I started getting this sense of gratitude in my life. Now, how many of you realize that gratitude is one of the keys to living a joyful life? Yeah, we all know it, right? But then how many of you judge you when something happens and you're not grateful for the experience? (laughs) You know what I mean? And here's the funny part is a lot of us, especially if we get into some spiritual community or some expansive community, you know, where we're doing exploration, what happens is we try to go, no, that's not really true for me. I am, I am grateful for everyone. Okay. Um, how many of you are grateful for Trump? How many of you are grateful for Putin? How many of you are grateful for Kim Jong, what's his name? Kim Jong-un. I was ill or un. He must have been ill because he died. So let's go Kim Jong-un. Now notice the energy that brought up in the room. Now notice how some of you were like, I am grateful because I am, because I am, I have learned that that is the point of view I'm supposed to have. And some of you are like, oh shit, I really hate those fuckers. <laughs> shit. I know I'm not supposed to say that in this room though. So I'm going to be like, no, dude, I'm totally grateful. I wouldn't secretly kill them if I could to create the world as a better place. Do you see what I'm saying, though? We do this weird shit with our hidden points of view that we don't even want to know that we have. Everything that brought up, will you destroy it and uncreate it, please? Yes. Yes, even for those of you who hate me right now because I invoke dirty names. See, but also everything that brought up, will you destroy it and uncreate it, please? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all night, shirts, boys and beyonds. Now, here's the thing, though. Who cares if somebody supports Trump, if somebody supports somebody else? Why do we have to have a judgment of that? Why don't we look and go, what is the possibility I can create? What is it that we can change in the world that makes it so people who hate and people who want to destroy don't have the power to do it anymore? That's my question. See, my sense is we've been looking too small. We've been looking too small. We've been looking for politics to solve things and politicians to solve things. Well, what I would like to do is ask if all of us got together and instead asked for statesmen to show up rather than politicians, for example, what is a statesman? A statesman is somebody who has the best interest of everybody at heart and the awareness of future and the willingness to create a greater future. Now we could look back and see that we have had a lot of statesmen in different places in the world. We can look back at statesmen we've had in the United States because what I see is what we do is we put the power out here in this reality and go, well, this reality is this as it is. And I'm saying not what is this reality as it is that we need to work around and that we need to suffer. What is it we can create as a reality beyond this reality? When I talk about the awareness revolution and when I talk about now is the time, it should have been an exclamation mark, not a question mark in the program if you saw it. Okay, now's the fucking time. Here's the deal, guys. How many of you would like to see a different possibility in the world? I really hope that's all of you. Okay. And if you're not raising your hands, that's okay. And how much do you allow yourself to engage with somebody who's talking? How much do you allow yourself to engage with the world around you? See, because I do the same thing. A lot of times I'll sit there and people raise their hands. I'm like, "Ah, no, I'm with you. I'm just not raising my hand. But a lot of times we'll sit there and we'll sort of, we'll be like, hey, let me see if this fits before I let this in. What if you didn't have to live your life that way anymore? What if you could engage fully with all of reality and realize that part of the gift that you are is to take this reality that we have that's like this, this thing that everybody aligns and agrees with that everybody's decided is real and that our job and our possibility and our capacity is to make it more like this. Okay. Now let me explain something. I need to explain a couple of things. Consciousness. Okay. In access consciousness, we've come up with a definition for consciousness. If there's any more difficult word to define in the world, I don't know what it is. Okay. But our definition for consciousness is where everything and everyone exists and no one and nothing is judged Where everything and everyone exists and no one and nothing is judged. But then you look and you go, yeah, but if I don't judge this, how am I going to change it? You know how you're going to change it from not judging it and asking a question like what else is possible here? What can I be? What can I choose? What can I do? What can I create that actually creates a different possibility here? And this thing about asking questions is so vital because a question always opens up another doorway of possibilities. An answer, always compresses. Because here's the way it works, okay? And you may have never looked at this, but whenever you judge something is so, whenever you decide it is so, whenever you come to the conclusion that this is what is, that's the only thing that will ever come into your reality until you change it. I want to say that again. Whenever you judge, decide, or conclude that something is, that's the only thing that will come into your reality unless you change it. Now let's use this clearing statement for a moment and then let me do a couple other things. Cause this has been the quickest 45 minutes of my life. <laughs> That's cause we're in good company. Exactly. Do you ever notice how time flies when you're with people that are like, Oh yeah, you know, and you're like, "Oh God, that was way too short. And then when you're with family, it's like, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Everything that brought up right wrong, good and bad, bad and buck all Cause I even see a different possibility for family. If we could get out of the conclusions and all the stuff that's been put on us and that we put on them, it's like, you could actually be there at holidays and be like, oh, you're also fun to be around because I don't care. I'm not trying to change you anymore. I'm not trying to make this different anymore. You know what I mean? Anyway, back to my conversation. So all the points of view you have that you have bought that, remember, because your point of view creates reality. Everywhere you've judged, concluded, defined, or decided that, we truly are too late to change what we're here to change and all the lies you bought that create that. Will you destroy an it, please? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and men. If I had more time, I'd tell you the story about all of us being here for four trillion years. I'm not going to say that, but the one thing I will ask you is if you have a sense of consciousness in your world, let me ask you this. Have you been hiding it? Do you know that sense I'm talking about where you know, like you had when you were a little kid, where you should be able to go, presto changeo? Like you should be able to take a plate of rocks and go, hot spaghetti! Or, that's pretty boring, isn't it? Okay, like a plate of rocks and go, gold coins! Like you know, you should have had a magic wand when you were a kid. Everything that doesn't allow you to know, you actually do and can and actually start to choose as that so the miracles of your life show up. Because if we live in a world without miracles, how much fun is it? And I'm not talking miracles like in our head where it should happen. I'm talking actualizable miracles that friggin' show up in this world. That's why I do what I do, okay? I wish I had time to explain how to get there in 45 minutes. All I'm saying is it's friggin' possible. If you desire it, it's friggin' possible. And it may not be access consciousness that does it, but knowing the possibility is there... It's frigging possible. So everything that is and doesn't allow you to know it and recall that and recall that you're actually here to awaken a different possibility. So this tiny contracted little reality where judgment exists and right and wrong is the only thing that matters and separation and destruction is expanded into the possibility where we actually have this sense of communion with one another and connection and creation and contribution and function from question. Everything that doesn't allow you to perceive no being, receive that. We destroy and uncreate it, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Let then go off the deep end here and ask, everything that you've been hiding for the last four trillion years, that it's now time to awaken, will you now allow it to awaken, please? Right? I'm sorry. Everybody or no? Most of you, at least. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, the story behind that is off the deep end. I unfortunately can't go there right now. So, What I would invite you to do for anything you want to change, whenever the energy comes up and gets weird and strange and wonky and creepy and whatever, go pock and pod, pock and pod, pock and pod. It's a short form of the clearing statement. Funny, usually it works even when you don't know what it means, okay? Second is I would invite you to begin to ask the question, what else is possible here, because a question always opens up other doorways of possibilities. And also, what is it going to take to change this? So what else is possible? What is it going to take to change this? And another question, which is, how does it get any better than this? Whenever something good happens, whenever something bad happens, fourth question for you, what's right about me, I'm not getting. If you start to ask that question, I know you're like, slow down. Okay. The third one is, what was the third one? How does it get any better than this? How does it get any better than this? And the fourth one is, what's right about me I'm not getting? Okay, so what else is possible? What does it take to change this? How does it get any better than this? And what's right about me I'm not getting? Because we tend to walk around with such a sense of the wrongness of us, but it never makes us greater. It always makes us feel like, eh. You don't have to live there anymore, my beautiful friends. And if you recognized, that you have been planning a party called the party of consciousness for 4 trillion years, just as one example. And what's true for you will always make you lighter. A lie for you will always make you heavier. Okay. What's true always makes you lighter. A lie always makes you heavier whether I'm saying it or anybody else in the world. So when I say this thing about you've been planning a party of consciousness for 4 trillion years, just see if it sits. And what is lighter? Lighter is like, huh? Like you kind of go, oh, heavier is, okay. So in asking that, if this is correct, if it makes you lighter, and it may not be the case for everybody, totally okay. See, we don't have to have the same experience as somebody next to us for it to be a valid experience, okay? We just have to have our experience, and then it's a totally valid experience if we don't compare it to the person next to us. Does that make sense? So by the way, all the experiences you've had since you've been here... (laughs) not just here, but here this week, month, whatever, how long you've been here, that you've compared to other people's and then judged you as lacking somehow because they had an orgasmic experience and you had a horrendous experience? Everything you've done to invalidate your experience because it didn't match somebody else's, will you destroy and uncreate it, please? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay, last thing. If it makes you feel lighter that you actually have some element of consciousness that is present, hidden, available in your world that you just haven't accessed yet, and... My question is, would you plan a party for 4 trillion years? If you actually plan this party of consciousness, if you were part of it and you plan this party of consciousness, would you plan it for 4 trillion years and get the date wrong? No. No. I mean, even you, the procrastinator that you are, and you know why you procrastinate? Because it's not fun until all of your molecules are engaged in the situation. You just want to prove to yourself how powerful you are. So you procrastinate all the time and you go, oh my God, I'm so bad. No, you're not. You're a potent mother. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to get it done anyway. Do you ever notice no matter how much you procrastinate, you always get it done? Except like one time in a thousand, which means you have way more power than you've been acknowledging because the only reason you procrastinate that long is to prove to yourself how powerful you are. (laughs) Everything that doesn't like to know that, we destroy it and great it, please. Right, wrong, good, and bad, bot, and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So my last words to you are, what if you truly being you? truly being you, warts and all with no apology, truly being you with the kindness and the caring, but also the potency and the power because they go together. Vulnerability really is the new power if we will choose it. What if you truly being you are the gift, the change and the possibility this world requires? And if that's the case, will you allow yourself to acknowledge it and choose it now? And what will start to occur is things will start to change in a totally different way than when you put the power outside and go, we can't change this. From my point of view, I see hundreds of monkeys in the room who actually have the willingness to do something different. Okay, so let me give you the website, which is drdanehear.com forward slash Mindvalley. Oh my God, how clever. Okay, it's dr. <laughs> D A I N H E E R.com forward slash mine valley. I will tell you that one more time. drdainhee R.com forward slash mine valley. And I, in closing, would simply like to say thank you. And I thank you for being that different being that you are here in this world. And I also want to say, (laughs) I see you, and you are not alone. And we are not alone. And I know that will sink in for some of you, and I know that will not sink in for others, and guess what, that is totally okay. I thank you very much for being here, and I thank you for being on this planet right now, because we need you. See you soon, y'all.
1: Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed that talk from Dane here. If you found this talk interesting, don't forget to follow Mind Valley Talks on YouTube. Go to YouTube, type Mind Valley Talks, and follow that channel. What we do is we take all our talks from all our events all across the world and we make it available and accessible to you. Go check it out. Take care, guys.